You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, episode 106, A Superior Rick and Morty. The Sci Fidelity Podcast is intended for mature audiences, and in this episode, we talk about Rick and Morty and how it's a superior Doctor Who. Wubba lubba dub dub. Uh, don't let the kids listen to this one because, um, you know, things get shoved up asses. And uh, maybe they don't need to know that's a thing yet. Have you guys been far enough into Rick and Morty to know Wubba Lubba Dub Dub? Nope. Uh, considering Damn. that I haven't seen a single episode, uh, I'm going to go with no. No, I have it's not. It's too bad. You're missing out. I'm going to watch it. It's the new Archer. Yeah, I, you should. Well, <laughs> I don't think it is like Archer. I mean, it's popular like Archer. Mm-hmm. but Oh, yeah. It's so nothing good. like Archer. It's just my current adult animated Joe. <laughs> I I need some more Rick and Morty in my life. I need some more of that. I can't wait for the new shit to come out. Well, I do plan uh, to check out some more like episodes. Eight months, but you know, I'll be excited the whole way. Okay, all right. Here's a better example. It's my new Venture Brothers. Fair enough. <sighs> Did anybody I else watch Venture Brothers? Oh, yeah, no, I, watched, no. I actually saw the first two seasons of Venture Brothers. Maybe yeah, three seasons. I'm not sure. <laughs> Somebody loaned me a big stack of DVDs. I can't remember how big it was. There's uh, Netflix. <laughs> so, well, I, by the end of three seasons, I thought I'd kind of scratch the Venture Brother issue. It's <laughs> like, okay. he just called the Venture Brothers his ass. You know that, right? Like, I that's thought what... he called it uh, crabs. Yeah. Uh, so, um, like, okay, Venture Brothers. I, well, I think after, admittedly, binge watching it might have been a mistake, but. Yes, you uh, do not want to binge watch Venture Brothers. <laughs> I will say this if you were going to call Venture Brothers anything, I think Crabs is a fair comparison. <laughs> By the way, um, welcome to the Sci Fidelity Podcast. I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. So, Brian, have you watched any of. Rick and Morty? Let's see. I stumbled across the first episode of season two, watched half of it, and then something came up and I had to switch it off. And then I decided I would be more serious about it next time. So I watched the pilot episode from start to finish. And then I was planning to try to get in two or three more episodes. Uh, I I didn't hate what I saw, so... Really? So did you stop because you ran out of time, or? Yeah, I just ran. I, I just ran out. Life has been yeah, very, right. very busy. I, I wanted to I, check out some more episodes because you make I, it sound like a chore. You're like, I watched I, it, yeah, start to finish. I, I, I will say finish. that I feel like the Adult Swim really should put that in an advertisement. Rick and Morty. <laughs> I didn't hate what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there's this elephant in the room we should probably say, which is Steve is telling me that Rick and Morty is superior to Doctor Who. Which I part don't of know me- if that was the exact quote, because I feel like, to be fair, what he said was... Rick and Morty is the superior Doctor Who, which is slightly different than superior to Doctor Who. It's more dickish. Either way, it makes me want to burn him at the. Either way, it makes me want to burn him at the stake. But I'm like, well, let's actually give it a try and see what it's like, you know? Because. uh, so I just haven't managed to give it a try and just be, even if I don't end up liking it as much as Doctor Who, which is pretty much guaranteed. Um, <laughs> I, uh, let's be honest here. It's not uh, biased at all. No, no, no. That's it's fair and balanced, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there, there is, Rick is level. actually going to have to travel back in time and insert himself into the Saturday morning viewing of my childhood to have a chance to displace Doctor Who. So, well, have you uh, watched the show? Be, that could actually happen. You know, a, your enjoyment of Rick and Morty is not mutually exclusive with Doctor Who. I know. That's like what I was both. trying to say. I might actually like okay. – I'm hopeful. Well, I, I didn't hate the first episode. I think I actually liked quite a bit of what I was seeing in the season two uh, premiere. Uh, that actually seemed quite clever, and I, but I just – I liked it enough that it made me want to start at the beginning. And rather than just watch the first well, episode, I tripped over. Th- so. There was that resounding approval I heard again. Uh, yeah. I didn't hate what I saw. I, um, I will say that it would have to not be mutually exclusive because, I mean, no offense to Brian's wife or anything, but Doctor Who is the love of his life. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like anything. I mean, that would be like cheating on his, his loved one to say, I found someone better than you. That's like telling your <laughs> wife, I found someone with better tits. That's yeah. just not something that can happen. <laughs> oh, it can happen. You just should have, you know, Common like, a, like a shield in front of your face. Like one of those riot <laughs> shields before you say that, I think. Um, just I'll be uh, on the safe side. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? Have you watched any? I've, I've seen, so I've seen the first three episodes, right? And, uh, Okay, just so to put everybody on the same, you know, we know what we're dealing with here. My initial reaction to your, this is the superior Doctor Who, uh, it kind of strikes me as kind of, it, that's a sub, you know, it's, it's a subjective somewhat statement. So, you know, I, I don't really know that you could really corroborate that one way or the other. You can like it more than Doctor Who. That's easy enough. But is he the superior Doctor Who? I mean, since Doctor Who defines what it is to be Doctor Who, it's kind of hard for somebody else to be a better Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, are you making a semantic argument about well, whether or not you like the show? No, 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 no. Or I'm just, not making just, just, just not, about my comment. About your comment. No, I, I like the show. Oh, I actually okay. do like the show. Um, no, I, I, I watched the, I watched the, uh, three episodes in fairly rapid succession, which for me, hardly ever happens because you know i don't allocate a lot of time for tv watching so um or at least not in big big blocks but yeah no i like the show i mean it's 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 funny but it's 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 different which is why i like it i don't feel like it's uh it's repetitive hey why don't we do this for anybody that hasn't actually seen rick and motherfucking morty who's listening to our podcast actually let's tell the people what it's about (laughs) i was gonna get to that when it was my turn i was gonna say since i the person on this podcast that has seen none of it. 
I would ask that I get like a short description or the only thing that I know about it, which is already high praise is Dan Harmon, the creator of probably my favorite sitcom of all time, Community, is the creator of the show. So I was already in. But other than that, I literally know nothing about this show. I don't I don't know the concept. I don't know what it's about. I apparently it stars two dudes named Rick and or Morty. I don't necessarily true know that. that that's true though. <laughs> um, that is true. You are right. So far, you haven't fucked up once. You're doing great. <laughs> All right. Well, I think Steve's seen most of it. I think Steve should give the description of the show, and then we can tell him he's wrong and then correct him. So, Steve, go. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen all that's available, and uh, it's almost all available on the Adult Swim website. So you too can go see it. Uh, Rick and Morty is about a family. And the the young son, it's a it's a man and, and his wife, an older daughter and a younger son, and her the wife's uh, father, who has come back into their life, and has taken after his grandson Morty. Whoa, 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 whoa! Taken after that sounds that yes. sounds kid touchery. Um, it's has not. taken an interest in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So was that supposed it, to be less uh, kid touchery? Because that almost sounded more kid touchery. Okay, fine. But the the grandfather likes uh, hanging out with the grandson more than he likes hanging yeah, out with the granddaughter. It, it's right. more than just uh, trying to hang out with him. He's trying to teach the kid how the world really works, and well, it I, turns I, out that on Earth he's not getting the full picture. Because we have all of this closed-minded, ignorance, uh, blissful, American, earthling ignorance of how the world works. We're caught up chasing all of this stupid crap that doesn't mean anything. And from his perspective, going through uh, wormholes and interdimensional portals and uh, through time, he's had a, a chance to see things that completely reshape the way he operates and uh, it affects the way that he perceives the rest of his family. And so he's trying to bring, Rick is trying to bring Morty along to show him With the rest the of the world. Okay. The rest now that, of the that sounds known a bit, universe. A bit, it certainly makes it more interesting because watching the pilot, it sounded like, it seemed like Marty, uh, Morty, uh, uh, Keith was just there to serve as a, a canary who would die if things got too dangerous and warn Rick that things were bad. Uh, that he was just, you know, the fall guy, a tool basically to, uh, stick your hand in that. Oh, well, that cut your hand off. Okay. We know that's dangerous now. Um, so. So there is an act. He it, is actually it, he trying to get that way. enlighten Morty on some sort of level. Yes. Okay. Okay. So does I mean you're left with a few questions about the nature of Rick because he's strange and bizarre right at the very beginning, but pretty quickly you discover that Rick is a good guy and he cares about what happens to Morty, but he's willing to let him touch the hot stove to get burned so that he knows the fucking stoves are hot. <laughs> Okay. Well, that obviously—that's pretty much—that becomes clear 
more than three episodes in. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. yeah, he just was using him as a punching bag experiment test subject in the one ep- uh, the the stu- the uh, the episode I watched all of. So. Yeah. The, hey, the well, also start at a point, and you know he, things yeah. clear up. Look at that first season of Buffy. Well, yeah. okay, wait to to clarify well, what Brian say is this. saying. Right in the pilot episode, uh, Rick takes Morty to. And, and just to clarify, um, Rick has this little flying car. He can fly it into space. He has this little gun that opens wormholes and they go to other planes and, and whatever. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Doctor Who in that you're not just on Earth like this. You can hop through a hole and then be on some random planet in the middle of Bumblefuck. And in the first episode, he takes Morty with him because he wants to get these seeds from these trees. And he knows he's going to have to go through customs. And he knows that the only way to get these seeds through customs, since they are regulated, is that they're going to have to go up somebody's asshole. And he tells Morty, like, <laughs> look, my anus is just way too wide open. I, I've been I've shoved too many seeds up there. So we need to shove them up your anus so that we can get through customs. And that's the only reason he took Morty with him. Well, yeah. Now, maybe there's something deeper that you find out later, but in this one episode, it's look, I my anus is no good. I need your anus, my grandson. So bend over. Yes. Well, damn. Yeah. Let <laughs> me just rush out and watch this. I have to say, this <laughs> this is sounding so kid touchy. Now that you have used that phrase, I don't know how else. Uh, I got a couple. You're of- in. You're in for a whole lot of really great sci-fi ideas. They're coming. Right. You just have to sit down and watch this fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Have I shined enough fucking sunshine on this show? Yeah. Go watch well, Rick well, the, and Morty. I think Go you're putting it on a fucking pedestal. That's what well, I'm seeing. And I'm concerned that you're putting it on so high a pedestal. That it, it Look, can't live up to this height. I, I like well, to call it's that. It's not all gold. It's not yeah. all gold. I'm not going to say that it's all just sunshine and blowjobs around here at Rick and Morty Land. But <laughs> damn, when they get it right, it is it is really fresh, hilarious, and and in creative entertainment. I, I, I like I said, I can't wait to get my next fix of Rick and Morty time. Let me tell yeah, you. Let me tell you my concern. Well, uh, well okay, you go ahead, Brian, and then I'll tell well, you. Well, the other concern. thing you should probably know about the setup is the whole thing is a something of a spoof parody of Back to the Future and Doc Brown and M- Morty being Marty. Uh, in fact, that's how the show started was a bunch of shorts that they then convert. They, they then modified a bit more so they were less likely to get sued and to, uh, to to create the cartoon. But it was still terribly obvious to me that this was Doc Brown and Marty in some sort of incredibly dysfunctional relationship where there was seeds being anally fitted. But um, and that's that not a bad shit. Th- yeah, fuck so fuck that, I do have Brian. a question for Steve. Is it better? Th- is it better Back to the Future than the original Back to the Future in Steve's mind? Well, it depends on which Back to the Future we're talking about. One, mm. <laughs> hard to say. Hard to say for sure because Back to the Future one was pretty damn good. Back to the Future Old Westy one. Uh, Definitely better than that. Okay. 
I don't know. I, 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 I haven't seen it, so I don't, I won't say that, but I, I, here's my concern. They're different. They're my, pretty different, though. My concern is this. I'm hearing rave reviews and it is Dan Harmon. So, you know, it's got that particular shine on it as well. My concern is that it will have what I have now pretty much dubbed the arrow slash flash effect, which is I hear about how awesome it is. And then when I watch it, I'm like, I cannot get into this shit at all because all I heard was how great this was. And now when I'm watching it, it does nothing for me. I cannot get into it. And believe me, I'm a comic nerd. I'm, I'm way back. I read fucking Green Arrow. I own large runs of Green Arrow. So my issue isn't that I hate the character. Uh, I might have some issues with the CW, but, um, I, I just can't get into it. So, well, the show doesn't waste any time getting to the good stuff. I'll okay. say that. There's a there's uh there's a couple of less good episodes. I'll you know, I don't know how to exactly put it because each of them has their moments. Mhm. Uh but some of them are just wind streak for, you know, 10 minutes of wind. I I as some I here's a question I have for you that I came away with when I watched the first episode. Was would you say this is more or less cynical than Family Guy? That's a good oh, question. Oh, more. Uh, I would say more. Yeah, a lot more. A shit okay. ton more. Because the cynicism of Family Guy, I tended to find off-putting, and usually can only watch one Family Guy every six months or something. So, wow. It's well, well, it's more, but it's not done in the same way. So I don't know if that if that matters to you. Okay. Okay, I'm definitely still giving it a try. I was just like, that was my reaction to the pilot was, wow, he just treats that boy like shit for 20 minutes. I don't know if I want to watch this every over, uh, uh, you know, uh, lots and lots of episodes where that poor guy gets seeds shoved up his ass every week. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good question there, Steve. Like, so does the interaction between Rick and Morty become more nurturing uh, as the show goes on or is it maintain that same level I, I i've noticed uh a change in it in the first three episodes but I, I can't i don't know if that's you know temporary or if that's permanent well it it varies uh quite a bit over the course of first and second season uh but one of the things you notice is rick and morty are a team and often they're pitted against his sister and the parents. Yeah. Um, so occasionally Rick will allow Morty to kind of steer, to, to drive the space car, if you will. And the, the adventure seldom goes the way Morty plans and frequently goes the way Rick plans but Rick isn't likely to tell you what his plans are. Right. He's willing to let you hit every bump on the way, you know, just to teach you the hard knocks of life, I guess. But it's also for our own entertainment because we, the viewer, don't have any idea what's happening next. Mm-hmm. Oh, so um, here's the other thing that I, that no one's mentioned yet uh, that I think is is uh, relevant. Uh, Rick 
seems to be a raging alcoholic. Like you don't oh, actually totally. see him drinking, but you do see like in his space car, when he opens the door to his space car, a mountain of empty <sighs> bottles pours out. And like when he's talking, he just starts drooling on himself, but not yeah, like a nice be. pretty white drool. It's like this green <laughs> funky drool that sometimes just dribbles off his chin. So it's like, it's not like it's Doc Brown where it's like, oh, he's kooky, but that's, that's all of it. Like, no, this guy, this guy has, he looks like life has rode him a, a little hard and he rode it kind of hard wrecked. back. Yeah. No, the guy's, the guy's fucked. Um, and he belches all the time. Oh, yeah. And and he talk and he talks like a fucking alcoholic. And nothing He's tells haggard. you you're watching yeah. a sophisticated uh, comedy like belching and drool. So <laughs> you know what though? That's so Dan Harmon. That's yeah. this flavor of Dan Harmon right in there. Well, no, I mean, I I, I like the uh, I I like the you know the juxtaposition of it because here's the thing: Rick is ridiculously smart. Like he's a genius. But he's also a fucking alcoholic. (laughs) But, you know, this guy's figured out how to make, you know, like a little flying car and, you know, temporal distortion. And he's been through all this, you know, all these different, uh, you know, parallel worlds and all this other shit. So you would think, okay, he'd have his shit together. No, no, he's still (laughs) just a raving drunk because that's that's how he deals with his life. Um well, but, uh, all do they ever the get into why he drinks at any point well, in the series? Well, I was asking oh, to say, Sprite. all the shit that you just described sounds to me like a perfectly good reason to drink like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> well, yeah, like, yeah. You described all these things and you're like, oh, you think that would make his life better? No, no, it sounds like that would be, dude, if I went through the shit that you just described, I would drink. I would drink a lot more than yeah. I drink now. Wait, wait, all I've described is shoving a seed up your ass. Oh, and and, and the seed is not like, no, you know, no, sesame you seeds. Said, it's no, like you, a football. You said time distortions <laughs> in parallel worlds. If if I had to deal with both of the, I, you know what? Either one, just one of those things, multiple times. Yeah, I'm gonna drink. I think I'm gonna just, drink a I lot. Think you just want to be an alcoholic. I think you're just looking for an excuse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I I'm think, hearing. I think you're downplaying parallel worlds. <laughs> <laughs> the show is really an attack on our culture and its weaknesses. And (laughs) the world they create to attack us is so rich. Uh, And it's so that it it, it hits hard. I mean, it's fast is what I mean to say. The show is fast. But it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely fun. The uh, the one thing I I did notice, and maybe this will intrigue you, Brian, is at least over that first three episodes, you see a rather distinct change in Morty. Because in the first episode, you know, Rick grabs Morty out of bed and Morty's like, uh, what are we doing? I don't want to be here. You know, I got to get back to school. I got to do whatever. Um, and by the time you get to the third episode, he's kind of like taking charge. We're like, fuck it. What are we? All right. We're in this fucked up situation. What do we got to do to get the hell out of here? Uh, yeah. Stop with your small talk. Let's fucking go. So I did. I mean, I like that part. That part was all right. well. So, what I like all of it. Actually, I enjoy it. I will watch the rest of Rick and Morty. I I I do enjoy it. But um, you know, I like that part specifically. All right. Um. Now, of course, British humor tends towards surrealism and juxtaposition of things that do not belong together. And Doctor Who's really all about putting stuff, uh, things that do not belong together. 
together. And this show certainly seems to have some of that, but it also seems to have a whole lot of that American humiliation based humor about it as the show unfolds, which is it, which type of humor gags do you get? Or is it an even mix or what? Is it more surreal gags and awkward moments? Or is it like just people getting humiliated and having stuff shoved up their ass and their lives ruined and, and stuff like that. What's your problem with things being shoved up people's asses? Well, I well, just tend to like British humor a little bit. The surrealist humor. I like surrealist humor more than humiliation-based humor. And I was just wondering if the show is a constant chain of who's being humiliated in this scene or if it does actually there, does a more a wider variety to draw from. <laughs> there is a patsy, someone who is perpetually the patsy, the butt of most of the humiliation jokes. Okay. And that's the father. To be fair, he's sort of a dumbass dick who earns all of this ridicule from mostly Rick. Yeah. Okay. So I don't mind. I don't mind seeing bad guys humiliated. Seeing dumb people humiliated tends to annoy me. (laughs) Well, I mean, okay. So some of it, uh, um, like some of it, is just putting things together, right? Like. in, in in one episode, in order for Rick to be able to get his dad to let Morty go, you know, he has to do something with the dog. Dog peed on the carpet. So he uh, Rick runs, goes into the kitchen, comes back, puts this little smart helmet on the dog's head. And, and you know, and so the dog, dog starts understanding what you tell it and he starts obeying commands. And so Rick's like, all right, are we good? And then he leaves, right? And so they go off on their own adventure. And while they're off on this adventure, this dog is just getting st- – getting smarter and smarter. <laughs> and so at one point, at one point, um, like the dog keeps upgrading his smart helmet. And so at, <laughs> at one point, the daughter wakes up and the dog is sitting at the foot of her bed in, in a mech suit. And you just hear him say, where are my testicles, Summer? <laughs> it's like, uh, 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 okay. I had testicles. <laughs> and then you took them away from me. Where are my testicles, Summer? It was very calm. Summer's like, the yeah is the, is the sister, older right? sister, yeah. And it was just like that whole dog part of that episode was hilarious. Okay, that's all. Yeah, talking yes, dogs. Is. All right, yeah. This that's all sounds very great sci-fi, but it definitely sounds very adult swimmy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is definitely adult <laughs> yeah. swimmy. Yeah. Yes. You can oh. see it. Like when you see like the intro, you're like, oh shit, I should, should I be high for this? Cause I yeah. should be high for this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I was uh. definitely getting a kind of shit. What's the, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Well, that, hey, you that's shut like the, fuck the up. extreme Hunger version Force of it. Yeah. I, I, I hey, watched like five squid- episodes of Aqua Tween. Every single one of them made me want to gouge my eyes out. Hey, so, well, yeah, because yeah, uh, Aqua Tween is a different show. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, no, that's no, a that Justin was, Bieber show. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what kind of wit in that one and Master <laughs> Shick. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, I, I never got uh, what was the other oddball cartoon that adults like. Well, there were Squidbillies, uh, which I always loved. <laughs> Oh, that oh, show blast. was fucked up. Fucking <laughs> Squid Billy. Uh, yeah. Squid Billy's was I did like shit. C-Lab 2021. I watched that C-Lab sometimes. C-Lab 2021 was amazing. But before yeah. we move on past Squid Billy's, <laughs> I want to discuss one episode where the squids were racist against white people. 
And the well, sheriff... Well, do you want to tell people what the Squid Billies is about? Nah, Because nah. <laughs> do you think it's going to make more sense in context? <laughs> uh, I think it might. <laughs> All right. Basically, they are squids that are hillbillies. I think that pretty much sums up the entire explanation. In, in, in a normal world, everybody else is human, but this is just a family of squids. Redneck squids. Redneck squids. You guys want to fuck yourself a goat? Because the goat's dead. But <laughs> well, we can still do this thing. <laughs> uh, I have to admit, that's definitely going for the surrealism side, but maybe I think I... That was... That, a problem I have run into with adult film is, uh, not adult swim. <laughs> adult film. film. Whoa, that's, uh, yeah. that's a whole uh, other yeah, conversation. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will do that on the next hole. podcast. So, um, <laughs> is, yeah, yeah, they managed to take, often take surrealism to the point where even I don't want to go there anymore. <laughs> or sometimes it just feels like they're taking a surreal joke and beating it to death by giving, taking one joke and making an entire season of shows about it. So, <laughs> hey, you leave robot chicken out of this. Um, <laughs> oh, I love robot chicken. That's that's lots of little jokes, lots of different jokes. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Aqua Tween Hunger Force. I get why it. Do you keep you like a happy meal. Okay. Why do you keep saying Aqua Tween? Uh, this is like, not eleven and twelve year olds. <laughs> Aqua Tween. Uh, he wants a ten year old master shake for nights, some reason. Because I haven't gotten a decent night's sleep in the last four nights. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's why like you're a pervert. Okay. Bitching to me, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like I feel your pain. I feel your pain, son. I do. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I will definitely be checking out Rick and Morty. It definitely sounds interesting. It certainly sounds like my sort of entertainment. If it's anything like the Chaos Theory episode of Community, I'm fucking in. Um. So, <laughs> and that I episode like alone, it. like. My girlfriend, who is not what you would call a sci-fi lover, that is her favorite episode of Community, because that episode was just insanity, and it was awesome. So, well, I, you will definitely get that from uh, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Oh, Brian will like this. Uh, at one point, they, uh, you know, they start shooting at aliens, and... Uh, <laughs> Like the alien gets his leg chopped off, and the other one runs up and says, "Oh my God! What about his wife and children? They'll, what about his four hundred one k?" It's just like, "Wow, uh, okay, yeah, it sucks I to be them." That was good. <laughs> okay, yeah, that man was high when he wrote that shit. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, but it's uh, I, I, I think you might enjoy it, Brian. But definitely give it a shot. I'm oh, definitely I'm- gonna watch the rest of it. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I'm planning to. And actually, the other thing, so, like, part of it is the, uh, you know, is the dimension hopping bit. But the other half is what happens with the family while Rick and Morty are gone, right? The dad, the the mom, and the daughter. And they have their own little ridiculous things that happen to them as well. So it's... Mostly it's, uh, as a result of Rick. Yeah, mostly <laughs> as a result of Rick. Um, but sometimes not, sometimes not, but the dad, who's kind of a douchebag all the time anyway, um, kind of incites a lot of things. And, uh, so, you know, he gets his comeuppance and it's all funny. We all laugh at him. Ha ha, you're, you're unhappy with your life. But, uh. There's there's an episode (laughs) where they go into family, uh, marriage counseling. They go into marriage counseling. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm. I, I don't want to spoil it for you because it's <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it's it. No. Really good. It's really good. Um, so so it's on adultswim dot uh, com, right? Yep, adultswim dot com. And if you happen to if you happen to like watching your TV on the TV, uh, the first season is on Hulu. So uh, if you have Hulu Plus, you can get it there too. That's how I'm watching it. So okay. I'll probably just watch it through well, Adult Swim just because both seasons are available there. But I do have access to Hulu, so maybe. I just we don't have a like website. My chair. We have a website. <laughs> and it's SciFiShow.net. That was so weird and awkward. <laughs> yes. <It's amazing>. <laughs> I started talking. He started talking. Oh, fuck. That never happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's more important, me and chairs or our website? I don't feel it's a fucking toss up. I don't even know. <laughs> well, you can uh, leave us a review on the iTunes Music Store. We'd appreciate that. Also, you can subscribe to this show and it will appear for you magically in the player of your choice if you know how to work the damn thing. I don't think that's too much to ask. But if you have a question, shit, shoot us a, a message. We'll try and help you out the other thing you can do to help us out is to tell someone of like mind about the show tell them your favorite part tell them you're sorry for poisoning their life and free time with something as stupid and moronic as this show and uh they'll hate you and disown you and your life will be better for it have more time to watch tv and rick and morty so until next time i'm steve this is michael This is Patrick. This is Brian. Great Scott Morty. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah.